Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, we're going to finish the week today in Acts. I've shared the last six messages out of Acts. This will be the last one. I'm going to move into something else next week. Next week is, of course, uh, um, going to be a great week, the week after Easter. But, you know, Easter is coming. Good Friday is coming. In fact, uh, I don't know if you guys have a Good Friday service to go to, but we're going to have a Good Friday service at uh, 7 o'clock on Friday night, the 15th. And it's going to be uh, hopefully a, a great service. And we're going to, we'll be serving communion to those that would like to take it. And um, Pastor Max is going to be sharing a short message. And boy, this, this young kid can really preach. I'm telling you that. And uh, I'd love to have you there. If you have nowhere to go, please stop in. Cloverdale Church of God on uh, Friday, Good Friday. And then on Saturday, they have an Easter egg count of two. And then on Sunday, the 17th, we have three services at 8, 9.30, and 11. And between the 8 and 9.30 service, we have a brunch out in the lobby. For anybody that would like to have, I say a brunch, how about a continental breakfast? That's more likely. But it's going to be a, a good time. So... I thought I'd let you know that. But, you know, Easter is such a great time of year, and we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And really, I'm finishing an act, so I don't have a resurrection um, message today as such, except for the fact that the book of Acts uh, is in place because of the resurrection and because of the power of God and and the return of Jesus Christ and, and all this. And so, you know... I want us to, to honor God and realize this is a big week. And if you haven't been in church in a while, hey, good weekend to come. And go to a good church, your your church. I'm, I'm not, listen to me. I'm not telling you to come to my church. I want you to go to your church. But if you don't have a church, you're certainly welcome to come over to, to Cloverdale. I just, I tell you what, I'm not in the church stealing business. I don't want people transferring uh, from church to church. I want them to get involved in their church and I want them to get involved in, in a church that's close to their home that they'd be faithful in and they could bring their kids to and they can go to the events. And that's just what it's about. It's about uh, churches that preach the living word of God and the truth of the salvation of Jesus, that he died on the cross and that he rose again for every single one of us, that our lives may be transformed by his power. Our Heavenly Father, lead us this day, guide us this day, and Lord, may this be the greatest weekend ever that so many people would listen to your word and Lord would receive it and their lives would be changed forever because of it. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, with all that said, it's kind of funny because I'm going a different direction. I'm going to the last chapter of Acts, the 28th chapter of Acts. Uh, I've been in, man, I've been in, I think, 9, 10, 11, 13, and 14. We're jumping to 28. So that's all right. And this is uh, Paul's witness in, uh, witnessing it on Malta. So, so listen with me, and then we'll talk. And when they had been brought safely through, then we found out that the island was called Malta. And the natives showed us extraordinary kindness. For because of the rain that had set in and because of the cold, they kindled a fire and received us all. And so these, you know, these people came and, and they, and before this, the chapter before that, we see that we see how this storm, the shipwreck and all this was going on. And, and it was, they had to trust in God to do all these things. And they landed in the island of Malta. And that's kind of where I picked up. I didn't go through the rest of that story, but but these people, the natives there, it called them natives, showed 
That's extraordinary kindness. They're kind, they help them in their times of need. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper, which is a snake, came out because of the heat and fastened on his hand. Yes, a snake, a deadly poisonous snake on Paul's hand. And when the natives saw the creatures hanging from his hand, they began saying to one another, Undoubtedly, this man is a murderer, and though he has been saved from the sea, justice has not allowed him to live. However, he shook the creature off into the fire, and he suffered no harm. But they were expecting that he was about to swell up or suddenly fall down dead. But after they had waited a long time and seen nothing unusual happen to him, they changed their minds and began to say that he was a god. Now in the neighborhood of that place were lands belonging to the leading man of the island named Publius, who welcomed us and entertained us courteously three days. And it came about that the father of Publius was lying in bed afflicted with a recurrent fever and dysentery, and Paul went to see him. And after he had prayed, he laid his hands on him, and he healed him. The power of God healed him. After this happened, the rest of the people on the island who had diseases were coming to him and getting cured. You see, they were coming to Paul, but it was Paul through Jesus Christ was an instrument used to heal these people. It was Jesus. It was the power of God that was healing these people. But Paul, God used Paul just as God wants to use you and I to touch lives. And then it goes on verse 10, and they also honored us with many marks of respect. And when we were setting sail, they have supplied us with all we needed so they could get going again, get their uh, ship fixed and move forward. And at the end of three months, we set sail on an Alexandrian ship, which had wintered in the island and which had the twin brothers for its figurehead. After we put in at Syracuse, we stayed there for three days. And from there, we sailed around and arrived in Regium. And a day later, a south wind sprang up. On the second day, we came to Petolia, where we found some brethren and were invited to stay with them for seven days. And thus we came to Rome. Well, folks, the story here Paul was a witness in Malta. And you know, unfortunately, people sometimes they put God. They say, oh, this person's a God. Like Paul, you know, he, he lived through the snake bite. He must be a God. He must be a God. We have to have them see this, that no, he was a man filled with God. He was a man filled with the spirit of God and God touched him. And then God used him to heal their leader and to pray for him. And it wasn't Paul, folks. It was God Almighty touching him. It was God making the difference in his life. People of God, we got to realize again, and I've said this all through the week, that it's never about people, but it's always about God. It's always about the power of the Holy Spirit of God that moves and changes us in our lives, that we can be touched and we can be healed, not only of illness and sickness, but of our, the way we're living our lives and giving us the courage to stand up for him and opening doors for our jobs, opening avenues to take care of needs, giving us the means to do things that maybe we couldn't do before. God provides for those that seek him. 
and, and seek him with all their heart, soul, and mind and believe. As we've talked earlier in the, in the week, it all comes down to belief. Where is your belief in Jesus Christ? As you enjoy your family this weekend, I imagine most of you will spend time with your families, being Easter weekend, maybe have a good Easter uh, lunch, uh, maybe a good ham, maybe a good turkey. Maybe some good enchiladas. I don't know what you might have. That sounds good to me. I'd take a good enchilada any day. Yeah, and uh, whatever it might be, but enjoy your families. Talk about the things of God. Allow God to work in your life in such a way that you'll see his power and move you to do great things for him. And I'm not talking, again, just about healing. I'm talking about in the workplace, talking about wherever you're at, that people will see you. And uh, and they will see Jesus through you. I mean, they don't see you; they see Jesus through you. And that is that's a hope that we all have. And I hope and pray that this Easter will be the greatest one ever around the Treasure Valley. And that we again, and then the following, hey, the following week, twenty third and twenty fourth, is the harvest. It's coming up, and I I implore you to bring your non-Christian friends, or even those, you might even not know if they're Christian or not, or they're very, maybe they're very, they kind of believe, but they've just never had any church or faith. Bring them. It's in the, in the services are precise, folks. They're not long services. They, we have these great Jeremy Camp and these, some of these great worship leaders are going to lead worship, and it's a free, it's free to everybody. And and then you have Greg Lowry going to bring a message, and the message isn't long. I understand it's like 30 or 35 minutes, and uh, it's going to be an opportunity for people to say yes to God, and it is an opportunity for this valley to just press forward. And I hope and pray that you will do your part and that you will come and, and bring somebody with you or, or a numerous people with you. I hope it's so full that people have to stand outside and listen outside. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yes, it would. Well, anyway, I in closing here, I just have about a minute and a half here. I, you're, I hope that your weekend is uh, filled with incredible joy. And if you have family with you that do not know Jesus, that you would make sure that you share with them on Easter Sunday the importance of this day. And you say, well, I don't want to preach to my kids. Well, you know what? Just thank the Lord for his resurrection. And don't be, don't, uh, cater to your children's non-faith, cater to the faith of God that they would see God in you. I mean, we have an opportunity here to change lives and to touch lives all around us. Let's not blow that opportunity. God has given that to you. Do you know on Easter Sunday around the world, many people come to know Jesus Christ. They finally see, they finally recognize the power of Almighty God. And I hope that you recognize the power of Almighty God. And I hope that you too We'll see Jesus in a powerful and mighty way. Our Heavenly Father, open our hearts and our minds to your truth this weekend. Lord, may the churches be filled and overflowing with people coming to hear the message of the cross and the resurrection. And God, as they come, may they sense the power of Almighty God in their lives. And may they be moved. And Lord, may this be the beginning of something great in the Treasure Valley. Many people coming to know you as Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord, for these dear people. Bless them, watch over them, and Lord, give them a great weekend in Jesus' name. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 
or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.